If you're looking for some help with player props or DFS or just good old-fashioned fantasy football starter sit, here are some advanced stats to help you out on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome, everybody. Happy Saturday morning to you. Hope your weekend's going well. Adam Azer and Jacob Gibbs here. Jacob has the best stats in the business. He's going to give you some advanced stats on Fantasy Football Today in 5, which gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow us and stream us on Spotify. Tell your friends. Help us grow. Jacob, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and what we're seeing from them lately and why it could be good for the passing game. Yeah, so in the first eight weeks of the season, Pittsburgh used offensive formations with three or more wide receivers on the field uh, for 68% of their plays. In week nine, that rate was up to 84%. And then last week, it was all the way up to 90%. Uh, We've seen their pass rate rise as a result of this. They passed on 56% of their plays in the first eight weeks, which is all the way up to 71% of the past two games. And that's not just a result of game script either. Last week in Cincinnati, who they beat 36 to 10, uh, they still passed on 70% of their plays in that game. In week 11, Pittsburgh faces a Jacksonville defense that ranks eighth in adjusted defensive line yards and yards before contact per rush. They're actually really solid at stuffing the run, but their pass defense has been so bad that the defense as a whole still ranks dead last in DVOA. It's too small of a sample to know for sure that this change is real, but it's definitely exciting for Roethlisberger and his pass catchers. And given the clear path of least resistance against Jacksonville's defense is through the air. We could see another 45 pass attempt game from big, big Ben in this spot uh, with roughly 30 of those going to those top three wideouts. Well, that would be huge. That would be huge. So let's look at the props here. Ben Roethlisberger, 276 and a half. That's his player prop for passing yards. You've got Deontay Johnson at 58 and a half. You've got Chase Claypool at 47 and a half. Juju 61 and a half. Any that jump out at you? I don't think I would go with Juju, but I do really like uh, the other three there. I think I would take the over on all those. All right, let's talk about the Washington football team. Alex Smith seemed to make a little bit of a change in his approach in the second half of last week's game. What happened, and uh, what does that mean for fantasy? Yeah, so in the first half, we saw the usual Alex Smith, 3.5-yard average depth of target, or ADOT, um, which is right in line with what we saw in Week 9. But in the second half, it seemed like there was some sort of switch that was flipped for Smith. His ADOT rose all the way to 74 and it worked. Um, he threw for 129 yards on 6.1 yards per attempt in the first half, which is all the way up to 261 yards on 7.7 in the second half. And this was great for Terry McLaurin. Uh, seven of his targets and 68 of his receiving yards came in the second half alone. There's no guarantee that Smith will maintain that level of aggressiveness going forward, uh, but this week's matchup should definitely help. The Bengals have the league's highest opponent average depth of target in neutral situations. So when the score is within six points, teams are throwing downfield at the highest rate in the NFL. Uh, They use man coverage and press coverage at near league high rates, which both naturally are going to result in more aggressive downfield passing. In 13 career games with Washington, Smith's ADOT is up from 6.8 yards when facing zone to 9 yards when facing man coverage. So we like it for Terry McLaurin, and his prop bet is 75, or his player prop rather, 75 and a half yards. Oh, yeah, smash that. He's been over that each of the past three games. I think he definitely gets it here, too. (laughs) All right, all right. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, And stat number three is about the Patriots. Maybe we can get a good offensive game from the Patriots. Yeah, so the Patriots rank seventh in yards per drive. They're third in plays per drive, and their drives result in three and outs at the fourth lowest rate in the NFL. Somehow they rank just 25th in points per drive, though. Um, And that's because their red zone touchdown rate is 24th in the NFL, and the Patriots have the NFL's third highest turnover rate. The offense has shown an ability to move the chains. The upside is there for some higher scoring games if they can just stop shooting themselves in the foot. And a matchup against Houston's defense could definitely help with that. The Texans have forced just five turnovers in 2020, which is the lowest number in the NFL. 
and their opponent red zone efficiency is it's middle of the pack, but Houston has allowed the fifth most red zone touchdowns per game. So we could see New England's offense continue to play well in this spot. Yeah, it's tough to find a player prop here, but we were looking at Damian Harris, 63 and a half rushing yards, and perhaps the availability of Sony Michelle would impact this. But I, I mean, if Sony Michelle doesn't have a role, or certainly if he doesn't play, I don't know how Damian Harris doesn't, as you would say, smash. <laughs> yeah, definitely a smash spot if Michelle's out. Houston can't stop the run at all. Yeah, Cam Newton, 215 and a half passing yards. I don't think I'd go over that, but maybe it's just helpful for you uh, if you're betting the game or something like that. It's a good spot for the Patriots offense. That is Jacob Gibbs. I am Adam Azer. Thanks so much for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Make sure you listen to the Fantasy Football Today podcast on Spotify. We'll have another episode for you Sunday morning to help you get those lineups ready. Have a good one.